0: are listening to a sermon from Mission Point St. John. We hope this message encourages a deeper connection between you and Jesus, our Savior. We're turning our Bibles to Genesis chapter 32 reading one scripture tonight from verse 26. And he said, let me go, for the day breaketh. And, uh, and, and he said, I will not let thee go, except thou bless me. And uh, that is the story of Jacob in his wrestling match with the angel of God. And uh, his whole idea was, I'm going to hold on. I'm going to hold on until the Lord touches my life, blesses my life. Amen. On September the 2nd, 1987, there was a commuter flight from uh, of Eastern Express Airlines that left Portland, Maine, and it was headed for Boston, Massachusetts. And the pilot, his name was Henry Dempsey, and the co-pilot was Paul Boucher. They, they thought they heard a strange sound coming from the back of the plane just a short time after takeoff. They knew whatever it was that was making the noise, it didn't seem familiar. What was it? There it was again. What on earth was that? The, re- the question was. So Dempsey decided to, he was going to investigate. He had no idea of the series of events that would follow uh, what what decision he made to go and investigate what that sound was. As he reached the tail section, the plane hit an air pocket, and Dempsey was tossed against the rear door of the plane. He quickly discovered that the source of the mysterious noise was that the rear door of the plane had not been properly latched prior to takeoff, and suddenly the door flew open. Henry was instantly uh, sucked out of the jet. The co-pilot, seeing the red light indicating an open door, radioed the nearest airport, requesting permission to make an emergency landing. He reported that the pilot had fallen out of the plane. That's not good. That's not good. And he requested that a helicopter search for the area, area over the ocean where Henry had fallen out of the plane. After the plane landed, the ground crews discovered something utterly astonishing. What they found was not only remarkable, but actually quite unbelievable. It bordered actually on the miraculous. They found Henry Dempsey holding on to the outdoor ladder of the aircraft. Somehow, after being sucked out of the plane, while falling to his death, he caught the ladder. He held on for 10 minutes as the plane flew 200 miles an hour at an altitude of 4,000 feet. And then when the plane touched down while traveling Uh, Close to 100 miles an hour, pilot Henry Dempsey's head just missed hitting the ground by about six inches. It took uh, the aircraft personnel several minutes to pry Dempsey's fingers from the ladder. He survived the ordeal with just only a little cut to his hand. Henry was holding on everything he had and probably a little more conviction than he knew he was desperate in his commitment to live and not die he believed that if he hung on to the ladder with uh, every ounce of his strength that was in his hands he would live it was his conviction that he said if i hold on i'll live if i let go i'll die uh, you can imagine uh first of all the pilot falling out of the plane, second of all, something that maybe you would see in some type of movie where it wouldn't even be realistic someone holding on to the ladder as the plane is flying, but Henry Dempsey survived because he held on with conviction uh the The text that I read to you tonight uh the scripture is that Jacob, uh, he finds himself in in a, a, a quite a scenario. He no longer has his family around. He 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 has no one else to focus on. He's simply by himself. His companions and his and his friends he sent on, and he's by the brook Jabbok, and uh, uh, he decides to have a little prayer meeting. He's got nothing left to hold on to, but rather just to have a little prayer meeting, and. And Jacob wanted to simply have this late-night prayer meeting with with God and to clarify and to reaffirm the promises that he had been given. But you can imagine suddenly the door of his life flew open, and he was sucked out just like Henry was uh, 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 into a spiritual uh, encounter that we would also consider probably quite unbelievable and miraculous. He's. Wrestling with a total stranger, um, I don't know, maybe his first thought was it was Esau, and that wouldn't have been good he He probably thought uh, maybe uh, uh, Esau's come around to kill him, but I, we don't know exactly what Jacob was thinking at the time. We just know that he he's in a in a battle whether uh, uh, he realizes who it is or not he's becoming quite. Uh, dirty and sweaty and, uh, and tired, and, and he struggles, the Bible says, for long hours into the early morning. And finally, he reaches a, 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 an understanding that he's in a wrestling match with an angel of God. You talk about wanting to hold on. Somewhere in the midst of that struggle, the angel commanded Jacob, let me go for the day is breaking. They had wrestled through the night. They had been in a long grueling uh, match for, and that was uh, uh probably for both of them. You could only imagine. The, and the angel says to Jacob, you got to let me go. He was he was kind of like giving Jacob a chance to uh, uh let's uh, let me go. Give in. Uh, uh let, let's quit this. Let's uh okay, this is enough. We you know how it is. You get into a wrestling match, maybe with your kids or, or, or a peer, and, and uh, after a, a, a few moments, you're all both tired, and you say, Okay, that's good. Uh, that's it. Uh, you can imagine uh, Jacob finds himself in this situation and he's in a wrestling match for the whole night. But in Jacob's mind, he was not going to stop fighting, wrestling, he was not going to surrender. He was not going to let go. He was going to hold on. The weariness was telling him to let go. His weariness was saying, you know, let go. You've held on long enough. That's enough. Uh, The bruises, the open wounds maybe, uh, uh, were were screaming at him. You know what? Uh, uh, This hurts. Uh, It's time to give up and to let go. But he held on. Why? Why did he... Hold on. Because somewhere deep in his spirit, he knew that he had to hold on to God and, and not let go. Something in his spirit was telling him that if he let go, he, he would never receive what God had for him that night and that encounter. Something inside of him that said, I'm going to hold on. And that's when Jacob declared, I will not let you go except you bless me. Hmm. It's kind of like you're in a wrestling match with your maybe your son, and you're having for fun, and you got him to the point where you say, "You gotta say uncle." <laughs> you gotta say uncle. I think I told you I was only. I'm not quite sure how old I was, maybe 10 or 11, and uh, me and Dad wrestled quite a bit, and we had a lot of fun wrestling, and uh, I was. A lot skinnier back then and wiry and so I, I could I had a, a enough energy to go for quite a while and I remember me and my dad wrestling and dad had his arms around my waist and he was giving me the squeeze and he said, do you give in and I said no and uh, of course I, I took a breath and he squeezed a little harder and, do you give in I said no and then on the third time, there was no answer. He had knocked me totally out. And the next thing I knew, my head was under the tap and being brought back to. Uh, no, there was a holding on. It was like you could call it stubbornness. You could call it whatever you wanted. Uh, but you could imagine in Jacob's situation, it was like, I'm not giving in. I've got a hold of an angel of God, uh, and I'm going to make sure that I get a blessing tonight in this encounter. I'm going to make sure that this is a memorable night in my life. It would be a defining moment, a touch, a blessing. Jacob knew that without holding on, that, 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 that blessing would not come. The entire wrestling match would have been for nothing. But he had such a strong conviction that if he said, if I hold on, I'm going to live. If I let go, I'm going to die. Just like Henry. We often preach about Jacob holding on, but you can imagine uh, uh, if we think through the scenario God was holding on as well. God was holding on to Jacob. God could have... Uh, ended that wrestling match, had the angel end that at any moment. Uh, But he didn't. He held on to Jacob uh, because Jacob was willing to hold on. God said, I'm going to hold on. And and at times we're struggling with God, and and we feel like all we're doing is just holding on. But don't forget, God's holding on to you too. Uh, He's got you. Uh, You may feel like, oh, man, uh, I'm in this battle alone. I'm in this struggle alone. Uh, I'm holding on for dear life. Uh, Don't forget, God's always holding on to you as well amen of course as in many instances of scripture you see in this scenario god renamed jacob he's now called israel and to reflect on that transformation that was taking place in his life this radical encounter with god where jacob from this moment he will never be the same because he was willing to hold on after that all night encounter after that all night wrestling match uh, genesis 32 and 31 says the sun rose upon him and he was limping because of his of his hip uh, the mark on on Jacob uh, his life was redefined that night there was evidence that had that had showed up, it's kind of like, you know, he had been thrown out of the plane, sucked out the door. Everyone that came in contact with Jacob from that that day, that night on knew that something, what happened to you, Jacob? The last time I saw you, you didn't have a limp. The last time I saw you, you were walking normal. What is it that, that happened to you, Jacob? How did your life change? And you can imagine the testimony that Jacob shared. Well, you know, I found myself alone one night uh, and I got into a wrestling match with an angel and I just decided, no, uh, I'm not going to let go. Uh, I'm not going to allow this moment, uh, this chance uh, in history to to go unnoticed. Uh, I want my life to be changed. Uh, I want my heart to be changed. And all of a sudden in that moment, uh, Jacob's name is changed to Israel. uh, And he is uh, touched on his thigh. He's got got a a limp uh, uh, that's in his body now. Uh, Something was received That night, that changed Jacob's life forever. He said, I'm not going to let go until you bless me. The the evidence that he got the blessing, that the struggling was worth it, the thought that his life would be changed yes, he may be bloodied and bruised and exhausted, but he received. The blessing he wrestled all night he he didn't give up but his name was changed he he had a a, a grueling match but he limped from that day forward <laughs> something was changed in his life upon refusing to let go jacob uh, was questioned by the angel what is your name that's an interesting question like you know the angel of god forgot what jacob's name was that's not the case he 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 was asking him, he wanted to see if if, if Jacob was willing to admit what his name was see there had been a reason that god was asking this through the angel uh, jacob had had to give an honest answer and he said uh, uh, my name is jacob and in and in doing so he was admitting that he was uh, a heel grabber he was a deceiver uh, he was having uh, his his own uh, realization of his past and and you know what that's been following me for a lot of years uh, i've run uh, I've, i i've coveted uh, what my brother had i i didn't what I had to do to deceive him of his blessing. Uh, I, my name's been Jacob, a deceiver and a supplanter, uh, a heel grabber before God could bless him. Jacob had to be brutally honest with God. And in that moment of honesty, Jacob opened up the door to what God had waiting for him. Uh, He opened up the door when Jacob said, here, here's my faults and here's my failures and here's my lack uh, 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 of my life. I I need something to take place in my life that changes me. And his name was no longer Jacob, but changed to Israel because uh, as a prince, you have power with god and, and with man you have prevailed uh, what a name change what a, an incredible uh, transformation that happened a heel grabber uh, a deceiver no no now you've got uh, you've got uh, a power with god and, and you've wrestled with man and you have prevailed see because god is merciful he sees our possibilities instead of our past jacob Jacob could have a new identity because God honored Jacob's willingness to persevere in the struggle and to hold on to what God had in store for his life. God will bless those who seek after him. Jeremiah 29 and 13 declares, And ye shall seek me and find me when ye shall search for me with all your heart god's looking for those tonight who will hold on through the most difficult situations in their life the most overwhelming struggles of their lives. God's looking for the individual that says, you know what? I'm not going to give up. I'm not going to to give in. I'm not going to pack it in. I'm not going to quit. No, no. I'm rather going to hold on to whatever God has in store for my life. I need a life-changing experience where God enters into my situation and says, it won't be okay just to learn to live with. It won't be okay to be complacent with. No no he sees in your heart the desire for you to hold on until something happens until the situation changes uh, until the circumstances are not the way they've always been Huh Interestingly enough it's the next morning after receiving this incredible blessing that Jacob looks and he sees 400 400 men being led by his brother. Now you have to you have to imagine what was going through Jacob's mind. Okay God, last night was an incredible night. And here's where it ends. That was the last hurrah. That was the last that was the last blessing. The, the brother that I deceived, however many years ago, he's got 400 men with him, and I'm here all by myself. There's not a chance. There's not a chance that I'm going to survive this. Well, that was good while it lasted. You can imagine what he must have been going through in his mind. This was the brother Jacob had dece- deceived and taken his birthright and had taken the blessing from him. Jacob had been fleeing from Esau, and, and, and now he's, he's in, in, in a close proximity. He's not very far away, and fear grips uh, Jacob's heart as the thoughts ran rampant through him that Esau was probably there to kill him. This would be the last sunrise that Jacob would ever see. Was the wrestling match, the name change? the blessing holding on was that was that worth it was it was it uh, worth going all night and saying and i'm not going to let go until you bless me and you see how jacob takes the humblest approach that he could and, and he walked towards esau bowing seven times the bible says as he went in his heart jacob was praying that esau would show mercy to him and, and not judgment And in fact, Genesis chapter thirty-two, verse ten shares with us shares with us the prayer that Jacob prayed. This is what he says. uh, I'm not worthy of the least uh, of all the mercies and of all the truth which thou hast showed unto thy servant. For with my staff I passed over this Jordan, and now I become two bands. Deliver me, I pray thee, from the hand of my brother, uh, from the hand of Esau, for I fear him, lest he he will come and smite me. And and the mother with my children, and Jacob recognized here the fact that he, he uh, he was not worthy of mercy whatsoever, but he... He prayed for it. It's kind of like the story from the Civil War, the soldier that was condemned to die for treason. The mother was beside herself concerning her son. She was overwhelmed with grief, and so she wrote a letter to President Lincoln asking for mercy. And in his response, President Lincoln said, Ma'am, I have I've reviewed the case and see the, see that the court was fair and I see no reason why your son deserves mercy. The mother quickly sent a letter of reply in which she stated, "Mr. President, if he deserved it, he deserved it uh, then it wouldn't be mercy." She was crying out for mercy. She understood that what he did was wrong, but he was he was desiring mercy and Jacob at this moment understood that Listen, I I've done That was terrible stuff that I did my brother. I lied to my dad. I I stole his his birthright, his blessing. And and to Jacob's shock, uh, Esau ran to him, fell on his neck, and and the tears began to flow. And they embraced as as only brothers can do. And then Jacob made this incredible statement. He said, Nay, I pray thee, if now I have found grace in thy sight, then receive my present uh, uh, as uh, my hands. Therefore, I have seen thy face as though I had seen the face of God and thou wast pleased with me when Jacob looked at Esau's face he said it was it was if he had saw the face of God this doesn't mean Esau you know suddenly became God rather something happened in Esau to cause his appearance to be as God would be what Jacob saw was Esau's eyes and undeserved mercy Jacob deserved the judgment that Esau had, Esau had promised, but instead Jacob received mercy. Finally, you see a, a, a relief that lifts off of Jacob, a weight that had followed him for most of his life. And, and, and Jacob was free to continue on his journey. While Esau began to move towards Seir, Jacob turned towards Succoth. And there they came and, and had land spread out their tents and built an altar. And he named that place Elohi Israel, which means God, the God of Israel. You have all of this happen because one night, Jacob finds himself alone, alone in a wrestling match, and he refuses to give in, to quit, to stop until something changed. He was blessed. His name was changed his his appearance was changed the Bible says even the 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 diet uh, they never ate that 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 sinew of that part of a a, a, of an animal again that was in in the leg uh, that that would have uh, happened in Jacob's leg Uh, that from that day forward their diet even changed everything that happened that night was life-changing life-changing because Jacob was willing to hold on. Hold on. See, life gives each of us plenty of opportunities to mess up. I mean, we there's no lack of that. And I'm sure there's times we do. And unfortunately, some people get discouraged because of bad decisions that they have made, and they let go of the promises of God. And 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 they they allow life to detour what god has in store for them and 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 they just they learn to go on and 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 you know what it's not worth it huh? it's it, it's it's too hard it's too difficult i huh? Uh, the depths uh, of my despair i just can't get over and and, and the the plan uh, that god had uh, that's that's gone the purpose is no longer in place and and i'm just going to let go and and that happens in people's lives but then there's others who say you know what the struggles of life have been real and those moments have been difficult but i am not going to let go i'm going to hold on until god sees me through I'm going to wait until something happens uh, in my life and in my situation. And, and no matter what the circumstances are or the, the scenarios that come to my life are, I'm going to hold on until God blesses me. And it's those people, it's those individuals that refuse to let go. They refuse to say, that's enough. I'm over. It's done. I, I'm, I'm over that now. No, no, no. God has something in store. I... Changing moment. Uh, hallelujah. Where your name's changed. Uh, hallelujah. Your blessing has changed. Uh, hallelujah. Something uh, appears different uh, about your life because you refuse to give in, to give up, uh, to pack it in and say uh, 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 it's not worth it. No. Uh, the opposite is true. The opposite is true. Uh, hallelujah. Uh, if it's worth having, it's worth fighting for. Uh, hallelujah. God has something great uh, in store for you. To night, but you got to hold on. you got to decide you're going to make it through no matter what comes your way. Amen. <laughs> I hope you can feel at home what I feel tonight. There's an old Viking proverb that says, never trust a man without scars. A man without scars has not felt the hardship of pain of life. You can be proud of the scars that you have because they actually tell your story. They tell your story. See, we could easily edit uh, the Scripture passage and say, never trust a man without a limp. The limp uh, may be what proves uh, that that Jacob held on until the promises of God had been, had been embraced. And... The limp kind of tells Jacob's story. You could take that old Viking proverb and say, don't trust a man without scars. You could change that. Don't trust a, a person without a limp. Don't trust a person that hasn't had their life changed because they, they were willing to hold on until something happened. Jacob's limp was the, was the mark that told his story, the mark that, that he had been through something, and he didn't let go. He held on. You could look at Paul. He had a thorn in the flesh, the Bible says. You could look at Hosea. He had a broken heart. But you can look at Jacob. He had a limp. He was unwilling, unwilling to allow himself not to hold on. Jacob's life illustrates that God will bless us if we hold on to his promises and never let go. The lesson is you got to hold on no matter what is happening in your life well pastor i i just don't see any positive outcome hold on hold on well i don't know how much longer i can fight this battle hold on hold on i i don't know if it's worth it hold on god's ready to bless god's ready to change god's ready to put his his mark upon your life but you got to hold on writer hebrews 10 and 35 says, Cast not away, therefore, your confidence, which which hath great recompense of reward. See, we've got to hold on to our faith because there's a great reward in doing so. Verse 36 uh, of, of Hebrews 10 goes on to tell us that God is, is hoping to accomplish through that process. He says this, for ye have need of patience that after ye have done the will of God, ye might receive. A promise if you'll be patient in the process God will fulfill what he has in store for our lives sometimes it seems like God is just waiting to see how desperate we are how desperate we are to receive what he has for us there seems to be something that happens through that desperation Well, you know what? I've got some issues in my family. Hold on. Well, I've got some issues in my finance. Hold on. I've got some things that I'm dealing with in my health. Hold on. I've got problems at work. Hold on. I've got this taking place and that taking place, and I can't seem to to get direction. Hold on. Hallelujah, because God's, he's watching the desperation that's in your life, and you refusing to let go, and holding on, holding on until something miraculous happens. See, when the days of struggle They seem to keep growing, and you seem to become weary spiritually, physically. You must hold on to God the most. What's happening in life as we come to a close tonight, a lot of people start to put their trust in things that can't change their situation. Some people try to figure it out themselves. Some people try to rely on other people's expertise, and I'm not against professionals and other people's expertise. Jacob could have tried to figure it out himself. But no, he said, he said to his family, he said, Listen, I want you to cross over. I'm going to stay here, and I'm going to have a little prayer meeting tonight. He had no idea what that night was going to bring. He had no idea. He didn't know that he was going to end up in a wrestling match. He didn't. That wasn't, that wasn't on the schedule. I'm sure he, he wanted to hear from God. I'm sure he wanted to get direction from God that night. I'm sure that he was expecting God to maybe give him the words to say and the approach. I'm pretty confident that he didn't realize he was going to be in a wrestling match with an angel all night. But when that took place, he realized, this is, this is my moment. This is, this is my life-changing moment. And when his name was asked and he resp- replied with Jacob, it was, it was at that moment, it was that, that moment of time that things started to change for him. And it was close to the breaking of the day. And the darkest moment of your life is just like it is in the natural. The darkest moment is always just before the dawn. Just before it changes. That's when it seems to be the toughest. No different for Jacob. Oh, the struggle that must have been that night. But he said, I'm going to hold on until you bless me. I can't imagine poor Henry. I do well to fly in the plane, alone hanging outside of the plane. I have no desire to jump out of planes, I can tell you that. I can't even imagine what poor Henry must have been going through as the pilot. Hanging on to the ladder. Hanging below the plane as they flew 4,000 feet in the air. And a 10 minute, that probably was the longest 10 minutes of his life. But his response is, if I don't hold on, I won't make it. Jacob's response was, if I don't hold on, my life won't be changed. It won't be receiving the blessing that I desire. So I encourage you tonight, hold on. If it's the last thing you can do, hold on. Amen. Because God, God's in control. He sees the circumstances. He sees the situation. And he's just looking for the determination from an individual that says, I won't give up, I won't give in. I won't quit. I'm going to hold on. I'm going to keep praying. I'm going to keep reading his word. I'm going to keep worshipping. I'm going to keep coming to church. I'm going to keep witnessing. I'm going to keep living my life for God to the best of my ability. I'm going to allow myself to be used for God to whatever purpose he has. I'm going to give. I'm going to give everything I can to him. I'm going to hold on because the holding on is what will change the situation right where you are at home right now gather your family around if they're there maybe take a hold of their hand if you would say we're going to hold on together how long's the pandemic going to, or, to last we don't know but we're going to hold on how long before we get through all this mess? I don't know, but we're going to hold on. We're going to keep holding on. There's only one thing we can do. We can't let go of the life changer. We can't let go of the one who can bless. We can't let go of the one who can change the situation. You've got to hold on. That's the only option tonight. Thank you for joining us today. If you want more information, connect with us on our website at missionpoint.ca. God bless you.